on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. More advice from the cheapskate, like how to help classrooms with back to school, prepping for Black Friday, what the forthcoming trends are, and scooping up free online tutorials. I just want to take this one uh, immediately coming off of our, our YouTube chat from Brian. He goes, is the term proper, is it cheap, or are you, Rick, would you describe yourself as just financially savvy? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, I wear the cheapskate badge of honor. Look, I even I even have the shirt on. That's how much I, I embrace. You got shirts? We lifestyle. don't got shirts. We have mugs. Shirts. We do have mugs. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's take a serious question. Coming in from Twitter, uh, let's talk to Julie. I want to know how to get on the mystery giveaway. I missed it two years in a row. Yes, the Cheapskate Mystery Box, uh, unfortunately, is over this time out, and we did have a 1,000 boxes that we were able to sell for charity, and uh, we did a random draw so that everybody had an equal chance. Um, we Believe me, we are trying to figure out ways to make it so everybody can get in on this, and <laughs> for anybody who, who got some unfortunate, confusing emails, I apologize once again for that, but we are working to make this a better uh, operation and come up with something that, that ha- makes everybody happy. What are the main details people need to know if they're not familiar with uh, the mystery box? Well, it's uh, basically it's a, a box full of loot, uh, good you know tech uh, tech goodies and stuff that we sell to to raise money for charity. And um, you know we've only done this twice now and only done it basically once a year. Um, so those are the key details. But we are again trying to figure out ways to maybe do this more often, have more boxes available for sale because it's very it's been very very popular. But people are frustrated because they can't get it. Right. Next question is also coming from Twitter. This is from Hermes. They ask, I would like to know what a deal that truly blew your mind, Rick, and it still got away because it sold out almost immediately for all the readers. Oh, gosh. Uh, That happens more often than I would like, of course. Um, Months back, there was a a Nintendo Switch deal that was like, I want to say it was like $189, and we had built this up. We knew it was coming. And it sold out in about six seconds, <laughs> you know, which is uh, to be expected because the interwebs have a lot of people on them. Uh, but actually, just today, I reposted a deal on this little global travel charger that, you know, has a USB-C port. And it's like it's like 12 bucks now. And, and I ran this a month ago. It sold out in like five minutes. And now it's back. So uh, the moral of the story is even when there's a mind-blowing deal that sells out quickly, chances are good it will return at some point. Next question is coming in from our YouTube chat and our old friend Timothy Dews. Uh For many students, today is back to school, first day back. Uh, is there any place where you can buy and donate to teachers and classrooms all at the same time? This is a really nice question. Any thoughts? So bu- buy and donate to classrooms at the same time. That's I don't know a if this great is question directly, I, that I love, but I don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is absolutely directly pointed at, at you, Rick. I just do any of us know anything along those lines. I feel like that's something that should exist, but I'm not completely aware of it myself. Yeah, so I actually I have a kid that's in like grade school. So if anyone I think of all the people at least in the studio I should know that, but I don't. And that's partly because at least um, at New York City Department of Education, at least, well, at my school, I don't know if it's across the entire department, they really don't want us to donate supplies. They, um, It's kind of like how charities recommend you just give them money and like set up a subscription to give them money on a regular basis rather than like 
you know, right now with Hurricane Dorian, it's a great example of how like there's this impulse to like, let's let me send paper towels, let me send diapers, let me send baby food or formula. But the most helpful way often for charities and for considering schools like charities in that sense is to just give money. I don't know of places how you can how you can donate so that schools in your your local school um, can have those supplies that it needs. But I'm sure that a you can like look up your local Department of Education. I'm sure there's information there. Um, Talk to parents that have kids in schools. They probably would know in your local area. And then I'm sure that like there's trade associations for teachers that are welcome, that would welcome money to to help teachers and students across the country or in whatever country that you're in right now. Or protest your local board of education um, and tell them they should be paying teachers a fair living wage. Um, that might also help rather than uh, providing money or donations yeah. is changing the system from uh, outside through. Systemic change. I mean, they yeah. really, teachers should be paid more than like anybody on the planet. Really, but amen. So yeah. take to the streets, Agreed. folks. Um, grab your pitchforks and grab your torches, which might be on sale. I don't know if there are deals on that, but um, protest. Uh, let's take a quick question on Wi-Fi. This one's coming from Yan. Uh, will we see Wi-Fi six, or are they just going to skip it and go right over to Wi-Fi seven? No, no, no. We're gonna. So Wi-Fi six is actually a real thing that's happening. Wi-Fi seven, like I said, it's not going to be. It has actually the standard that um, our Stephen, our reporter Stephen Shanklin is discussing in his piece that you can find on CNET. Um, the standard actually hasn't been officially designated as Wi-Fi seven yet, but it's he. You know, it's a pretty safe assumption that the standard that he's referring to, which will is expected for 2024, will be known as Wi-Fi 7. In that intervening time, Wi-Fi 6 is really going to be the name of the game. Rick, I have a question for you. I see behind you a couple of arcade cabinets. Are those <laughs> those one-up arcades that are hiding back there? <laughs> actually, one of them is an arcade one-up, and the other is a custom job that I actually bought from a guy uh, who builds them locally. So I, I really like the arcade one-up cabinets, but they only play like a handful of games. Uh, the one that's uh, immediately behind me here uh, has a, a custom ROM that it can play like 800 games. So I'm, <laughs> that's my favorite. Nice. I do see a lot out there where you can customize the builds. And it's, you know, it's, it's Raspberry Pi. You know, you can really take that a long yeah. way. Uh, we got a couple of those cabinets here. Uh, do you know of any good places to scour to get good deals on those? Because I'm... I'm 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 in a I'm in a conundrum. Here's my situation. I live in New York, right? My apartment's not big, but I really, really want that new Ninja Turtles arcade one up that's got the four yeah. four player on it. And I essentially have to like choose that or have a bed. Um so I'm thinking <laughs> of trying to buy one and just keeping it here at the office so I can satiate myself on occasion. Any good places to find something like this, you know, arcade cabinets like that? Well, I know that uh, Walmart carries them, and I've actually seen them at Costco as well. Um, Walmart does occasionally put them on sale. So I've, I've seen them for 50 75 even 100 bucks off at Walmart uh, from time to time. But as far as where else to find them on sale, that's a tough one. If you want to get one into the office, you got to get somebody <laughs> in editorial to review it, and then they'll send one, and it'll live in the office. Here's another really good question in relation to uh, education from Timothy again. Uh, are there any good deals on educational sites like lynda.com or other instructionals? Uh, you know, I haven't seen anything specific. Uh, this is certainly the time of year when you're going to be seeing back-to-school deals. Uh, all, all manner of education sites um, should be having stuff like that. So I would really just advise going to those sites and seeing if they have anything running at the moment. 
I actually know the answer to this one. Uh, a lot of lessons on lynda.com are actually free through your local library. I know that I have access to it from my library card. Um, so you should try to see if you can get it that way. There's a lot of programs that are free, like courtesy of your local library. So, Excellent. Uh, while we're on that note, we have another PSA. Uh, we did find out that there is a great place online where you can uh, choose your classroom and make different donations on behalf of education. It's called DonorsChoose.org. Putting it right up on the screen right here. Uh, thank you again to Timothy for tracking that down. That's really, really handy. Um, we should all get on board with this. And uh, in the well, meantime... Then. Uh, another question from Yan regarding Facebook hiding likes. Are there similar actions happening for Instagram as well? Right. Yeah. So this move, um, this this possible test by Facebook, it comes after Instagram did the exact same thing um, last month. They also had a test with, I think they said, encouraging results or like successful results. I don't know. They had this test where the same sort of idea where you hide the number of likes publicly, but the person who posts the picture him or herself can see how many likes it gets. It's just the people that are viewing it um, can't, yeah. I really hope that Twitter does something similar to this just because so much of what is considered newsworthy is driven by yeah. Twitter, where like, if I show an editor uh, a tweet that has like three likes, he's gonna say, well, you know, who cares? Uh, if I show it has like 500 something likes, which can all be generated by bots, like you don't know, or like right. click farms, right. um, then all of a sudden it becomes a story to people and like it, it gets more media attention over that. And if they, if Twitter had a policy where it was hiding likes, I think it would help a lot with like the war against disinformation. Yeah, for sure. Twitter, I feel like it'll be, it's a, it's a, I'm more skeptical of Twitter doing it than anybody else, though. Do you yeah. agree? Yeah, because yeah, their whole like their whole thing. thing That's the only on reason that. people yeah. are on Twitter yeah. is to like see what's viral. It's where viral stuff, I think, has a. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just different, and it's a different yeah. platform, and they really thrive on how many tweets. I mean, they even have you know like there's even the ratio term. Yeah, you know, like when something has ratio is when something has not more, very many retweets, not very many likes, but tons of replies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those sort of statistics are going to be hard to see go yeah. away. But it'll be interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Rick, I'd like to hear your perspective on it. You engage with social media a lot with the Cheapskate blog and distributing information and deals and links. What what would your takeaway be on this? Do you think it's it's a beneficial thing, mostly from the professional standpoint, less the personal? Um, that's such a great question. And, you know... I'm, I'm a little spoiled uh, insofar as social media goes because because I'm helping people to save money, for the most part, I, I'm received very well on social media and I don't receive a lot of, except for the unfortunate mystery box situation a couple weeks ago, um, I don't get a lot of the negativity that is often associated with it. So it's hard for me to say, oh gosh, yeah, I wish they would do away with the likes altogether because you know it makes me feel good or makes me feel bad or whatever. Um, so I don't know if I have the same perspective on it that some do, but um, I'm all for anything that can potentially improve the overall cesspool of social media. So, you know, rising tide lifts all boats. So I, I'd love to see what happens. Let's experiment with it and see how, how it works. What an unlikely optimistic view we have here on the show. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask uh, this one. Um, the holidays are fast approaching. We say that now as it just hit September, but the next thing you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Uh, what do you think is going to be on the trending side of things coming up for Chris McQuanza Hanukkah? Uh, I'm just curious what you think is going to be the, the buzzy things this year. And let's talk toys, too, while we're at it, because I know you cover that some, too. 
sure. You know, it's, you know, I, I like to say every day is Black Friday, you know, because I see deals on everything all year round. Um, but as far as what will be trending, obviously, you know, it's going to be the phones, it's going to be Nintendo Switch, it's going to be AirPods, it's going to be actually all manner of uh, true wireless earbuds, because that is the, the hot category right now. Um, you know, on the toy front, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't pay as close attention. Although I will say that these arcade one-up machines are super, super hot. So as I mentioned, we may well see some really sexy deals on those as we get closer to the holidays. We'll have to get Bridget back on with you and we can talk toys again. I know <laughs> last year she did a great bit of coverage with the new Teddy Ruxman and a bunch of stuff going on like that. Um, <laughs> what are... What what's a really bizarre, interesting trend that you noticed in your time as the cheapskate? Something that really kind of caught you off guard. Like, where the hell did this come from, and why are people flocking to this? Oh gosh, um, I don't know if there's been anything that I've gone. You know, what's why? Why does anybody care about this? I, I will say, like things like the the Sony, uh, I think the PlayStation Classic, um, all of this retro gaming stuff he said while sitting in front of a retro gaming console um i don't i don't get i don't get why people want to play super old video games now arcade games like these um behind me are, are a little different because um they're like they're what started it all but playing these old sony playstation and old dreamcast games it's it's not for me and so i don't understand why they're so super popular uh, but but they are and to each their own careful what you say about dreamcast around me <laughs> uh, well, I see the shirt you're wearing. <laughs> Is that a 2600 game shirt you're wearing? It's a 2600 parody shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, it's a band okay. t-shirt, but yeah. Come on, nostalgia is a powerful thing. That's why it is a powerful thing. And I tell you, when I when I sit down to play Super Punch Out back there, I'm I'm as happy as a clam. So I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth on on that answer. <laughs> it is bizarre that it it's become quite the anomaly. Uh, let's pivot real quick back over to Facebook. Uh, will hiding likes affect the recommendation algorithm? Yeah, that's a great question. I have a feeling that it wouldn't because the likes, um, I feel like it would be like a second knock effect on the algorithm. Like I feel like things that are going viral won't be as easy to publicly know because you won't be able to see like this crazy article or this ridiculous photo has been liked by, you know, 500,000 people. So it might like change that. It wouldn't change the algorithm, but maybe it would change the things that get like swirled into the algorithm and then like thrown back out on your newsfeed. Mm. Yeah. And it also conveniently helps uh, Facebook hide um, when disinformation posts are extremely popular. Right. So let's say a post about how vaccines kill, um, which is not true, um, gets like 50,000 likes and was viewed by like X amount of people. You know, reporters like write about that, about how many times this like hoax has been viewed by people. If you're hiding like the amount of likes like that, it makes it much harder for both researchers and journalists to indicate you know this this disinformation research um article that's been out there has been viewed like this many times and that's why it's dangerous that kind of thing yeah yeah and it's similar to you know when when facebook said hey we're a privacy company now (laughs) it's similar to that in that it's like okay sure but (laughs) one thing about facebook pivoting to privacy is that it makes it harder to know yeah. when there are abuses, when there is disinformation yeah. that's going viral, that so kind of thing. that's the thing. Like, the algorithm mostly works by things that you've liked, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I like photos of dogs, it'll show me more photos of dogs later on that my friends post. Um, but 
it'll still do that, but now it just won't say how many people have liked that photo of a dog. So mm -hmm. I don't think it would do anything to the algorithm. But they could always change the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, we're just about out of time. Uh, but Rick, from a consumer perspective, not the cheapskate, what's the kind of sale or deal that pops up that gets you really excited where you go, oh, I can't help myself. I'm blowing money on this. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I... Mm, I'm going to get in trouble a little bit. Um, I'll say that when I see an iPhone that's on sale, um, like the 10R, for example, um, I, I know they're ridiculously overpriced. I can't help it. I just like the iPhone. So when I see a deal on, you know, last year's iPhone that I can get for $100, $200 less, maybe even $300, I, I get kind of excited about that. Fair enough. I mean, it's something to be said that they are notoriously overpriced. So the fact that they go on sale should get pretty much anybody as a smartphone consumer excited, right? I think so. I think so. I mean, I know nobody likes to pay the Apple tax and people call me on it all the time. You can't be a cheapskate if you buy Apple products, but you know, I'm wearing an AirPod right now. I, I just, I like them. That's fine. <laughs> You're absolutely it. allowed to like them. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Before we go, uh, the Facebook thing seems to really be kind of lighting up the chat and Twitter. So here's another quick one. So after Instagram and Facebook hiding likes, do we think other people are going to start following suit? What about YouTube? Well, YouTube already does that. Like if you're a video creator, you can set that like people can't like or dislike it. I mean, unless you mean like you can allow people to like and dislike it, but you just doesn't show it to the public. I don't really see them doing that. I think it already yeah. makes sense for them to not let people like or dislike it on their own. Um, I hope Twitter does it. I don't think they will, but you know, Kanye West has met Jack Dorsey, so maybe. <laughs> okay, that pretty much does it for time here. Uh, Rick, before we go, tell people in case they're new to you where to find you, what you're doing, and uh, what the best what the best thing they should be looking out for this week. Sure. So uh, where you can find me is cnet.com slash cheapskate, where every day I scour the interwebs and check in with my spies to find out all the best deals on tech goodies and other stuff, too, from time to time. And uh, boy, this week, it's uh, we're wrapping up the Labor Day sales. We're looking ahead to Black Friday because <laughs> the deals will come and they will come very early. So come on over and check us out. Very true. Rick, thanks again for joining us. Joan, go ahead and take us home. Yeah, if you found this helpful, please let us know. Throw us a like. Also, be sure to write in the comments any other questions you have. Even if you missed us live, we'll still be checking those and getting you answers. We're dishing out the biggest tech headlines for you to snack on every weekday. So catch us here on YouTube, Periscope, and CNET.com. Plus, our audio podcast is pretty much on every platform available. For The Daily Charge, I'm Joni Salzman. I'm Alfred Ng. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>